Hey guys, we forgot to mention on the show, but we are having a Cars and Coffee this Saturday at 8 a.m. at Coffeeville in Santa Cruz, California. We'd uh, love to see everyone in the area come out and hang with us. And then uh, we were talking about maybe just doing a little drive up north up and uh, having lunch somewhere, grabbing some beers or something. Not too many since we're all driving. But uh, hopefully we'll see you all there. 8 a.m. Coffeeville on Saturday. Keep driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons <laughs> for you. Hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No. Right. Beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I screwed it up. <laughs> Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name's Lane. I'm Warren. I'm Art. Brian's on assignment at Costco. <laughs> Stuck yeah. in line, apparently. There he uh, is. Oh, speak of the devil. There he is. All right. Do we have a... Uh, uh, hey, bro. Do we have some questions Whoa, or something? What'd you bring us? Oh, he brought us a salad. Friend, I- friends. Frenos. An Ikea bag. Are you recording a podcast? Yeah, Whoa, we are. Cool, man. I just, nice. uh, just realized that I could have offered to buy some beer when I picked up my ginger beer. Yeah, you could have if you weren't yeah. a dick. Yeah, I was being a dick. <laughs> kind of dickish. Actually, uh, we should... Let's, oh. restart, let's restart this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is this? <laughs> just, just like throw it to him. Yeah. Are you going to eat your salad now during the podcast? Well, apparently you guys started. Hey, so salad. It's hard to eat. Salad, not the best choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 just, just, just thinking out loud. <laughs> what do you think would have been a better choice? Uh, something that you don't need a fork. Burrito. Yeah, a burrito. A sandwich. Soup. A uh, chicken bake. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm at Costco, so let's keep it chicken Costco. Chicken bake. Hot dog, pizza feels so unhealthy. Yeah, slice of pizza or work. I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna do two hot dogs. You have to say about these salads. I don't. What do they say? Basically, as much or more than like a cheeseburger in uh, yeah calories. Well, it was this, or I narrowed it down to two of the hot dogs. Yeah, Polish dogs. So hard to pass that up. You know what's the problem with the Polish dogs? Dollar fifteen or something, right? Yeah, but then it mandatory. It comes with a drink. I feel Mm -hmm. like uh, just. Throw it down on the ground. I I can't do Fuck that. I feel drink. like I have to like get the drink. You have to get the drink. But how yeah. often do you I have, have to get a, two drinks? How often do you have soda? Very rarely. So then you know it's once in a while. Yeah. No, but he's saying the two drinks. Oh yeah, because he's getting two hot dogs, and you can't yeah. get a hot dog without a drink. You can't get a hot dog without but a drink. Say I don't want the no, drink. but then he's no, just they don't. Give it, he's just putting that back and in into the man. Know. Yeah. The man wins. He needs to no, take no, that they, drink. Yeah, they they haven't they haven't let me walk off without the drink before. So they go, sir, please come Just back take the drink. Here. Just take throw the it drink. Away. <laughs> Why won't you take the drink? Yeah. And then you get into like a f- arm wrestle. Yeah. So I end up just getting the salad. Dude, it yeah. messes up their numbers. You can just throw it in the trash. Yeah. No, just be wasteful. 
Like know. Warren over here. Warren. Throwing away paper bags. Seriously. No, I'd reuse it. <laughs> it's called reduce. <laughs> throw away. Reuse, recycle. recycle. It's part of it. Wait, so, recycle, reduce, reuse. I just said close it. the loop. That's what <laughs> Thank Yeah. You. Close that loop, man. <laughs> I asked him if he had an extra fucking bag so he could put this trash that's everywhere in it. Yeah. yeah. Lane says, oh, they don't give out bags anymore. Yeah. <laughs> They don't That's make true. They don't make bags. Yes, they do. Santa Cruz is against that. Yeah, we have to buy bags or we bring our own. I bring my special purple bag. I use yeah. the bags. I reuse All right. them. All right. You're closing the loop, is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm a loop closer. Loop closer. There's no open loops. No. At the Madsen no hyperloops. No loopholes. Yep. No uh, loop that you use to look at gems. Oh, you're you're saying <laughs> you have loops without holes in We're the middle. Loop free. That's not even a loop anymore, like man. A Seinfeld. No one's bit. getting lupus. We're loop free. <laughs> I we have no lupine flowers. Oh, what else do you want? You not think I had that much, did you? When you get old, you you're not gonna get loopy. No, mm, exactly. You're get senile, maybe, but that's for. All sure. right, well, I come bearing gifts for Warren. What do you got? I got brakes for you, man. Is this E30 parts? E30 parts. Frenos. The eight. The ATE. <laughs> those good are shit. good. Those are good. I got a, a clipboard. What's Cap that? and rotor. Oh, that's worth like that. freaking sixty bucks or something. Yeah. Oh, that's a weird Fresh. looking. Thank you. Is that Crap. that might not even be E thirty? That no, might be E twenty eight. No, I'm pretty sure this is. There's the rotor in there too for you. This is no okay. half ass deal. Oh, it's just floating around. Oh. Okay. Does it okay. have a paper clip attached to it? Oh man, we could only hope. Um, thanks, Brian. I was. Uh, I wish you had some ignition wires. That's what I really need. Technology. Oh, look at wires. this. Look at this key uh, part. Intake uh, boot. Intake boot. Thanks, dude. You probably Jay ordered boot. that for me. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, yeah. Uh, you know, we all got to reciprocate karma, bro. I come bearing a gift for you too. Oh, what? That's your birthday present. Yeti cooler hat. Yeti cooler hat. To this match is something your I could get behind. Keeps your head cold. Yeah. <laughs> this makes my $30 mug. 35 with tax, maybe. That's why you bought Not it. He so left bad. the price tag on so you could see how much it costs. You and bought it for me? I this wasn't even out. a freebie? No, it hey, doesn't freebie. have a price. Just Damn. like their wow, coolers, dude. it's made in the... In China, Orient. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it's yeah, oh, yeah. it costs yeah. twice as much as it would have normally. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah dude. I'm oh, actually worse for you. Uh, I pulled up a little bit. No, not that. Oh, I usually do that <laughs> where you get, get the hair. No, that's down. horrible. <laughs> now like, you need like cut off, uh, like a cut off, like Pendleton or something, like plaid shirt. You know I have that, man. Pendleton. Right, All right, let's. You know what? Can, can we, we ask these questions? Can we do a podcast? Here? Yeah. Who wants a ginger beer? Reel it in. Um, do I have any other options? Kieran Burnt says, "What are some of the scariest, yeah. epic, white knuckle drives or situations you guys have been in? Keep up the great content." Nineteen ninety-one Cadillac Fleetwood Brom de Elegance. Oh, six people deep, middle mm-hmm. of the night, mm-hmm. late night, going back to Santa Barbara College. Quest to grade construction. Mm-hmm. This is not my Cadillac, by the way. If you've ever driven a Cadillac like this, you know that the steering wheel is heavily padded. The controls are super vague, and it's sketchy as all hell. So tr- imagine going like 70 miles an hour or 75 down the Quest to grade. It's down to one lane with guardrails either side, and I'm just sawing at the wheel like a madman. That's probably the sketchiest. This is a very So wait, grade. why are you sawing at the wheel? To keep that thing straight, it's just, like just there's nothing. There's nothing. You you mentioned the construction zone, so it's like, like that those, just makes it. So a it's one really area. narrow lane. One narrow lane, super late at night. Everyone's asleep or passed out. 
I'm like, eyes are bleeding. There's probably drugs in the car. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, like prescription drugs, like from yeah, know, Long's drugs. Yeah, like cannabis. From, yeah. from Long's drugs. <laughs> um, and this is like 2000, the year 2000. Oh, yeah, it was definitely Long's. Not yeah, that was a period correct comment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's that's my white knuckle drive now. I know that's not what angle he was going for, like white knuckle, probably going for like high performance kind of shit. That was white knuckle. It can go I two ways, know, man. And yeah, I've had Vanagon drives that were just as heady. Oh, I'm sure almost that's every one, even heady, <laughs> almost every one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My I yeah, my... I I don't have a specific. My most white white knuckle just... drives are probably those, <laughs> where uh, well, my car. Is fucked up or something? I'm trying to think. I don't really have any bad ones. Oh, I had the one where I had to drive my car back with without a a clutch all the way from San Luis Obispo. Oh yeah, that's. Or I was I was gonna. I thought I thought uh, you'd be bringing up the one where it was like leaking oil or whatever. Oh, that was where the oil pump went out. You mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And right when I got to my house, the uh, rod went through the bottom of the engine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one was pretty sketch, just because I didn't know I'd make it home. The Bristlecone Rally, we had some sketchy... Well, my car was leaking coolant all through yeah. the Sierra and yeah. 10,000 foot passes and stuff. Bad. Um, it's a little different than white knuckle. It though. is. White knuckle is you really hold... I mean, I think your first example in yeah. the Cadillac, that's white knuckle. Yep. You're really gripping the steering wheel, and it's everything you can do. Yeah, literally white knuckle. Yeah. yeah. I, I there's there's I, different term for like just being a little worried the yeah. entire time. Yeah, I I got one. I think it it qualifies. It's not like hauling ass up in the mountains, getting chased by wolves or anything. But um, <laughs> uh, it's uh, I was, you know, this is uh being silly. You know, big open industrial park, uh, and uh, I was doing donuts and drifting at maybe Ken 55, blocking. 65 miles an hour. Um, Who getting private property? Uh, Twenty five. Um, there is some evidence of this somewhere uh but uh so i was doing that there was another homie involved uh and uh, i was in damn my, homies i was in my 135i uh the homie was in Dude, this is like a couple of years ago yeah i was picturing young art young and stupid yeah Maybe totally this like is like recent and five years ago or four years ago <laughs> so um i was messing around you know kind of spontaneously ran you know ran into this massive open lot uh, there may or may not have been Google buses in it, uh, and we decided to do donuts around them and do crazy stuff. We're triangulating um, your location, aren't right? you? Know where, you know where I'm at now. Uh, so Silicon Valley, enhance. Uh, and so, uh, what did you and Hushi Pushy do? So, <laughs> in Great America Parkway's uh, parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> so four years ago, uh, we're yeah. like you know, dicking around, doing all this stuff, and we think all is well, and then all of a sudden, I stop. And I stopped my car and I like like flagged Matt down for something. We're trying to take a very specific picture, <laughs> and uh, this lady's running at us like full tilt with a phone up to her ear, yelling Ooh. into her phone, and we're like, Ooh. "Oh shit!" So uh, he jumps in his car. I jump in my car. We just like freaking like just bail out of there. Um, go onto the. What is it? Shoreline Drive or whatever. The one that runs perpendicular. <laughs> now we know where we're at. Um, so we're like going on this road and it's a huge wide boulevard on, and you know, whatever, couple, three lanes in either direction. And Are your knuckles turning white yet? I'm, I'm very sure. white because okay. I'm like freaking out. Okay. They, we're definitely. They turned getting... white as soon as you saw the lady with the cell phone. You weren't even in your car yet. I wasn't even in my car yet. They're, at this point, we know police is being called on us. Uh, if this so... ends in a flat tire story, I <laughs> swear. It's got to be a nail. <laughs> Dude. I know. Well, I, was... I picked up three nails on the way okay. out, but, but they, they stayed. And didn't leak so uh so i'm like hauling ass um and 
the reason I bring up this specific rose because you get, I don't know if you remember, it's super straight. It's super I love straight. a good art story. Check this out. Is there such a thing? <laughs> Three quarter of a mile road that goes straight into a highway. So it's, you can see all the way up to the highway. Um, and in the distance, I see lights flashing and they're coming at us very fast. And so, mm. um, at this point, like, um, I make a, a right, left, right, left, end up in a theater parking lot, park the car, jump out of the car. The cops fly past us, like full on fl- fly past the parking lot. And we decided to go doop dee doop dee doop go into the theater and just kind of like we're like debating whether we should watch a movie or not uh and then we're like all right let's see what happens we'll wait in the lobby for like 30 minutes or something and we went out and uh, we go uh, go find our cars and as we're driving out of the theater parking lot the cops had pulled over like a g35 and with like some like like some kids in it so who knows maybe they were they really around. They were, uh, maybe they were hauling ass or street racing or something who knows but uh uh, they got busted. Um, so yeah, that was like pretty gnarly. Because we were moving. I mean, we were hauling ass, like getting All out right. of there. So Art almost got arrested. Knuckles, yeah. Yep. And this, yeah, it was, uh, you know, white knuckly. Actually, I have a good white knuckle one. <clears throat> we used to go on, in high school, we used to go on drives at midnight all the time and stuff. So we were going up this local in the mountains, Santa Cruz Mountains. It was, I was in uh, 944 at the time, my uh, 1980. Four black 944 uh, with LSD sport package. And I was... Such a rad 944. And then I think... I'm trying to think if Mark Christie was with me or if he was in a car behind me or in front of me. But anyways, we go around a turn. We're, like, going pretty fast. And uh, I just spin out. <laughs> you just and spin out. I I did, like uh, like... 360 degrees basically just spinning and you're like you're sideways just looking at the wall and the the like the drop-offs behind you and i'm just waiting for something bad to happen basically you know like holding on yeah and uh i stopped in the middle of the road and you know hearts like beating and pounding and I blame it because I had new shoes on. I couldn't. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. New shoes. Uh, before Pelotes were invented. Yeah. yeah. But there was, the but we've, we've all had a few of those. Yeah, definitely. Brian spun in front of me once and I had to, I had to like pass him. No, weren't you passenger in my MR2? Oh, I, well, that time too. Oh, yeah. But you, <laughs> that time. you spun in front of me and on a fish hook and then I no, passed dude, you. No, dude, that's. That wasn't me. Oh, was that? that was Mark Christie, I think. Oh, that's maybe. That was yeah, my rabbit. We've had this conversation before. Okay, but I was with I you was when you I was probably following my Nissan. I was with you when we spun. That was good. That wasn't even a white knuckle because it happened so fucking quickly. Yeah, but after- we were both relaxed. <laughs> that's the way like, this was. That was in the Mark 1, uh, the AW11 MR2. Yep. And we just hit it. a little patch of sand and it's like, boop. Yeah. You spin like three Top. times and then it's three like times. you blink and whoa, what just happened? We're following uh, our friend as E30 M3. Yeah. The other white Never knuckle that it. I can remember it was fairly recently. It was that a year or two ago. We're in the, going down a little bit cold. Oh, that was white knuckle. That was gnarly, dude. Uh, driving in my 993 with a bald RE71Rs in the rain. <laughs> and uh, we weren't even going very fast, maybe 65, 70. Cruising and, on the uh, highway. Yeah, cruising on the highway. Hit standing water going straight, and the rear end just kicked out to the le- to the right, like fully kicked out. <laughs> caught it, and then it like fishtailed to the left, caught it. And then once we, as soon as we got off the, um, it was like on, on, on an overpass, where all the standing water was. As soon as we got off that, the car just kind of gripped and jostled around a little bit. And Lane and I looked at each other. And we're like, holy <laughs> oh, shit. shit. That was gnarly. Because mm-hmm. as you said, I, I remember looking at the guardrail, like yep. straight up, like looking directly at it. And then I was looking at a, a signpost or something on the other side. And Arch just sawing. That was just sawing gnarly. at the wheel. 
My, Luckily. I had one uh, on Glen Canyon, uh, and this is in high school in the Nissan pickup. A deer runs out right in the middle of a turn, and I slam on the brakes and turn sideways, and I, I literally spun around into somebody's driveway, like, perfectly, Whoa. like it's only ch- safe place. And I swear it's due to driver skill. Uh <laughs> Honestly, I think so. Uh, and I was like, I was like spinning out, getting like the deer was running alongside my door at one point. It was like <laughs> literally like inches from hitting the deer and somehow like finagle right into a driveway. That was definitely white knuckle. And then the other thing that comes to mind is in high school, I, uh, cruising around with Jeff Hayford in his Ford in LTD. Anything, any, any driving anywhere. <laughs> yeah. He got his license earlier than anybody yeah. else. He had this shitty old Ford LTD that we would drive around that would be like floating like so crazy. Just like doing any turn, you're like, you know, all this, like all this articulation and suspension, like dragging door handles. Um, and then also the Honda Civic wagon. And he just like drove the wheels off those cars and scared the shit out of me all Literally, the time. Literally like they didn't have wheels. Yeah, like when he was done with cars, yeah. they, were, they were like he would dead. borrow his parents' cars and they were just completely they were just done. Yeah, yeah. Like full on drive through the tires onto the rims, <laughs> onto the hubs. Yeah. And you, you kind of looking back, you kind of got to respect that in a, in a way. Actually, yeah, you know, it's he, like take what you got and just run the shit. Has out he of ever it. sold a car to this day? He just goes to straight to the dump, or, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Warren, <laughs> we have another question. Thick yeah. Nella asks. If you had to take a, tr- a traditional non-off-road car and build it for off-road, dirt, snow, sand, mud-type terrain, what would you guys pick to build? I, I know. So he has Warren go. He has that Honda Civic. Yeah, I see it's it. Lifted. It's lifted. Oh, really? What, he what came to our cars and coffee. Oh, yeah, the EF chassis. Yeah, EF. Oh, it looks his. like Mad Max with Dude, the super wheels. Rad. And he has the Nissan hard body that's all. Oh, Mad Max. With the license oh, that's plate. him with the license yeah. plate ones. Dude, license, license plate friend fender flares. That's right. That's um, rad. So I have two. Uh, one is a 996 Turbo. Um, Ooh, I love your four wheel drive turbo. You can make it basically like a. Uh, nine five nine or you know uh, the Paris Dakar, Dakar yeah. Perry Dakar, Rally, Dakar uh, tribute. Yeah, or and like then, the Jeff Swart, yeah, Pikes Peak, but lifted. And you you wouldn't be into it. Insane money, but a lot of power and fun. Yeah. The other one is the Baharama, the Lamborghini Harama, Baja uh, edition that Eric Horton designed. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He sketched it out, and I thought that was super rad. Just random, but. Look up Eric Horton uh, design, and he has a picture of it. Yeah, like those it. are good choices. Uh, all right, next next question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are those are the best choices. Possible. Anyone else have anything to add? No, I, I, I love that question. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, I know you could think about that for a long time. Yeah, I think like those, anything would be is kind of cool. Right, could be cool basically. Well, he says um, like occasional autocross duty so th- my mind no, went no, no. to uh no, yeah. no. Uh-huh. you're you're thinking of the next couple questions down oh, the way no. here <laughs> uh yeah it just says traditionally non-off-road car that you'd build it for off-road oh gotcha so what a crx would be cool yeah, yeah. it would yeah. just look rad lifted way up like a hot wheels car totally. i think they probably have Big one like flap. a samurai yeah, exactly yeah. yeah the organized garage asks when is the next rally Dude, Such a common question. Knock it off. <laughs> knock it off is a good <laughs> answer. Sob story. What's a DWA-approved car that fits tall guys, maybe even tall guys wearing helmets? I'm thinking light autocross duty, maybe some rallycross once a month, so it doesn't have to be cherry. Keep up the great podcasts. 
I think an E30 is probably pretty That's good. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a roof. box. It's a, you know, and it has a, nice a really little, tall yeah. roof line. Yeah. I've never been tall, so this has never occurred to me. You've like, never so. been tall. How would it go? First gen of the new uh, new Mini, in quotation marks, uh, Mini Cooper S, one yep. of those. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be killer for yeah, autocross, good for uh, rallycross. Slick top. And, yeah, Slick they're, top they're anything, boxy, right? tall. They yeah. are tall. Yeah. Yeah. We had uh, a really tall dude with a Mini in today, and uh, he loves it. Fits How about it's uh, Honda CRV? Rally cross machine? Mm, no. I think that goes for the first one. I like that. Okay. <laughs> the first question. Yeah, minis tend to fit even like the original minis. Yeah. yeah. Like, and something about them, like they actually make them, they make the sliders where you can put them way back mm-hmm. on both, on all the minis, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, the Americans don't really ever get that right, you know? Like a Ford Mustang is like hard for someone like 5'10 to fit in yeah. and be comfortable. Yeah. Um, I've got a, a trivia question. Does ginger beer actually have alcohol in it? No, wow. it doesn't. <laughs> Can I have a ginger beer? Yeah. So uh, the story behind the ginger beer, real quick, is that I have I brought some sickness, uh, some stomach bug shit from oh, South America with me. Bring that. So uh, I am on antibiotics and I can't drink alcohol right do, now. Do we need to take antibiotics now? Uh, no, you don't. Okay. Yeah. Probably. So this is this is as good as I can do. Um, yeah. You feel like you're drinking? Hey guys. Brian thought ginger beer had beer. I know. <laughs> or alcohol. That was great. Oh Remember that God. time Brian asked? <laughs> oh, that was good. Oh, yeah. Time. How old was he? Like 12? Yeah. No, no. No, 13. Yeah. Like, do no. I get to get drunk right now? <laughs> uh, no. He's like, I'm not feeling it, man. I'm feeling this stuff. This stuff's great. I can't believe I'm getting buzzed. <laughs> it's like smooth tasting. <laughs> and we get to get hammered. <laughs> Why do we always drink this? <laughs> Paul of the Lights. What are some must-visit automotive museums in the U.S. other than the Peter? Peterson Museum, which is an obvious choice. Canepa. Canepa. Better than Peterson. I agree. is a good one. Um, I haven't been to too many automotive The one museums. I haven't been to that I know Black I've seen Hawk. a ton of picture is a Mullen Museum down Oxnard? in Oxnard. That's the one I was thinking of, too. Art Deco stuff mainly, mm-hmm. but really killer shit. How about what the uh, Harrah's or whatever? Yeah, I've been to Reno one. Yeah. It's all right. Nothing great. I don't know. I mean, it's a huge collection, right? We, it's we a big talked collection. about it once. Yeah, it's a big collection. It's mainly uh, pre-war. Uh, no. They have those. Okay. They have pre-war cars. Yeah. They, oh, they have a whole wing of those. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, the, the actually, Academy yeah, of... maybe mainly pre-war is a good... They definitely have a room of, uh, like, 50s shit. Okay. I mean, and crazy so race we're cars. saying all California, but I think that's just because that's what we know. Yeah. Well, there's, what is it? The guy's uh, Revs Institute in Florida, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, He's saying U.S. Canada. I've been to the Ferrari Museum, and it's not like... Where's the Ferrari Museum? Oh, in the in U.S.? It, no, it's in Italy, but oh. um, I, I would say that's not even, I don't know. We're very spoiled here. I'll just say that. Yeah. The other one I was going to throw out there, California again, but uh, the Academy of Art um, has their design uh, department. Yeah. It's like... Two floors of like epic, beautiful, yeah. like bespoke coach built cars. Um, One of them's on the street level. 15. You can see them, right? Yeah. You, and it's on Van Ness. Yeah. They open it, I think, like twice a week or something. Van Ness in Washington in San Francisco. That's pretty cool. That's where you're That's where I went to school, is. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't there something good in Indianapolis, too, that I'm missing? That everyone There's a Corvette Museum somewhere. Corvette. Lexington? Kentucky, huh? right? Bowling Green? Uh-huh. Or Bowling Green. Probably. All I know is they have that sinkhole, and that made it famous, <laughs> yeah. basically. Yeah. They planned that. And then there's like a Cobra museum somewhere in like Colorado, maybe. Hmm. I heard it's kind of cool. Sounds kind of boring, actually. 
Yeah, I know all Cobras. <laughs> I mean, really, Kanepa is the best thing I've ever been to, probably. It's just not because that it's big. a because it's a working, not the museum itself, but just the just thing. the total, whole place yeah, is actually thing. there's. It's more impressive than like the Peterson. I think it's more up our alley too. There's yeah. a, like race cars from our, you know, childhood and mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's all it's all about what you're after. But Kanepa yeah. for sure. If you if you're uh, in the area, yeah. I mean, they don't have like. Post-war, pre-war, like exactly, like stuff like that, pontoon fenders and stuff like that. So Delahaye's and all that, but yeah. Um, Throttled by Cable says I'm a big follower slash fan of at Classic Rally. If you could recommission one Classic Rally car, what would it be? Caveat: No Group B, since that is too easy and too short-lived. <sighs> tough question. It is tough because I mean I. Would guess that none of us really have a lot of knowledge about uh, the full entry list of those. Dude, old once rallies. again, you're you're talking about the lack of knowledge. <laughs> That's true. I am. I uh, there's a guy named Patrick Schneiers that raced an E30 M3. Yep. Um, really killer video on YouTube. That oh, Bastos the, the one. The Bastos, one. Bastos, yeah. yeah. Um, awesome. Uh, I think that would be cool. And then uh, the early escort. Yeah. Mm. I'll take the. Paris car nine five nine. Yes, <laughs> that'll do. You're not going wrong there. No. That'll do. Yeah. And by the way, that's at Canepa, or it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm thinking more like uh, Mila Milia, um, like those cars, and specifically, what is mm. it? The, the Spider RSK. But I don't know if that's Rally. Well, they're rally, rally, but I mean, he's saying no Group B, which is indicating he's talking about like World Rally Championship. If you look at the classic Rally page, it's all World Rally Championship like, stuff. Yeah. 80s shit. Oh, it's well, that's part. all Group yeah. B. No, it's not all Group B. No, well, Group B shit. was like a specific super short, like 83, 84, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think I, I, I'd want, I, I'd want something rear wheel drive, and there's the escorts, which I love, of course. I was mm-hmm. trying to think of other ones that I could pick, but I don't know. It's like random Nissans and Opel Ascaras, and uh, I'm, I'm not really sure, so I'm just gonna uh, go with. Was the uh, uh, Stratus Group B? Yeah, Group yes, I think so. That was. Yeah, um, that would have been my choice. Yeah, I know. It's so good. Um, there's a lot of newer ones. Not not new, new, but uh, like Colin McRae's first cars and stuff like that would be kind of neat. But oh, dude, uh, freaking R107 uh, SLC. Yeah, that thing's rad. That's cool. Hmm. Is that your choice though? Heavy I mean, ass. I can't think of anything. Heavy else. ass car. It's still really cool looking no, rally it's car. It's very cool. I but think Brian's so a big standard. fan, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that your choice? That big piece of shit? <laughs> Heavy <laughs> ass. You like the red pig, don't you? Same kind kind of concept, right? Yeah. Yes. But, I like the red pig way more. But it's less heavy. Less heavy. Yeah. Um no, I'm definitely going with a GC eight uh like oh, the oh, twenty two yeah. Twenty two B is cool. Did I bring you to that, or did you have that in mind when I say said Colin McRae? Oh well, it's it's uh, you know, I always talk about that car. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. always front of mind. I was just thinking actually, more classic, but now that, that counts. That, like modern classics, the one car that I've that's kind of been eluding me. Like I've been looking for uh, the second generation all track Celica turbo. Oh yeah, not the first narrow body, but the second ones. Those the, are sick. Little the, double headline one. 
double headlight one. And you can oh, find so those bad. too. Like I've been there, looking, there, have, there were enough that were made that like there are randomly available like in Oregon and shit. On, uh, bring a trailer a couple times. Yeah, I've like seen. that would be sick. Like a little rally tribute to that. That'd be yeah, that would awesome. be awesome. Dude, be there's cool. a oh, I think it's a different generation. There was some book, like a coffee table book, that mm-hmm. was just called Rally. I think uh, published a while back, and the cover photo is. Uh, in Africa, like one of those Celicas, like six feet off the ground, nice. jumping, and then there's like dudes, local dudes, just like watching it. Sweet. And some big mountain in the background, Kilimanjaro. S J Delaquila asks, "What's the one car you bought uh, regretting the purchase soon after, or the car that you wish you had bought when you had the chance?" Great podcast, guys. I got a couple answers. We've answered this one, so why don't you just give us yours? Uh, so uh, AW11 MR2, I bought it from the sketchy dude and immediately regretted it. Like I knew after I, after the purchase that it was the wrong call. Um, and then, uh, so that's one that I did buy and I regretted. One I didn't buy was the the 64 Buick Skylark convertible that, that was like one of the first cars I looked at as a 16-year-old. Um, kind of like in shit condition, but ran and had a bad top, sketchy interior, but it was 900 bucks. Yeah, now those are worth like a million dollars on a Tanium. $6,000 for a perfect one. God. Oh, and I wish I had bought that one for 900 Where was it? Well, time is also a thing too, right? Like at the time, it would have been rad yeah, yeah. to I be driving it in high school. For that sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, you would have rather had that than something else that you would maybe... Nissan pickup, yeah. Yeah, uh... My BMW was kind of a shit box, and I uh, bought yeah. it in. It was like a New York car, you know, just kind of an E36. E36. So I regret buying that. Regretted it pretty soon after buying it, even though it was a fun car. And then the car I missed out on buying was a that 77 930 that I've talked about. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, it was like 12k. Yeah, and it was basically perfect. And at the time. It was like, oh, you don't want a 77. You don't want the early ones. You want a later one. <laughs> uh, they're just going to be trouble. <laughs> yeah, one that I've mentioned before is, a, I think it was an 81 uh, Rabbit Diesel. Uh, I bought it over the hill here in San Jose, drove it home, uh, you know, let's say 35, 40 miles, and it was immediately, like, the worst experience ever, dude. I was struggling to, like, not only merge with traffic, but also, like, emerge onto the highway, but then keep up with traffic. See, but the hole in your story is that you sold it, like, a week later and made money. No, I sold it the next day. Yeah, and made money. <laughs> I, I literally and, and sold made it. Money. And why, made money. So, why did you yeah. buy it? Very little did regret you have, there. I, thought I, I remember, said. like, thinking that that would be a rad swap car. You get the diesel, you throw in the GTI shit, and then oh, just be awesome. straight right. pipes. Uh, was that your plan, or no, were you just no, going to rock thought, the diesel? I thought the diesel would be cool. interesting. Like, oh, I just, geez. for some reason, I, I, I had no idea what I, what I was getting into. I give you credit that, for that, but that's kind of crazy. Except for that it was 500 bucks, and I knew that people, that they were in demand. And yeah. so what I did is I'm like, I bought it, hated it, sold it. So I regretted it immediately, but it did work out. Yeah. Um, and the only car that, that I can think of right now that I regretted not, or that I missed out on was uh, a, an E30 M3 with 145,000 miles in 2004 or 2003 uh, for 7,000 bucks. And it was like oh, wow. super cherry, white over black. Um, but I mean, it probably wouldn't have kept it that long, anyways. That would have been surgical precision, though, if you would have bought that and kept it for a few years. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Been like ten years. I mean, you'd have to keep it for ten years. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. I, I, my yeah. years are all screwed up. Two thousand four, huh? Yeah. yeah when did they go big? 
Yeah, I mean, it's way yeah. early. You would have been making money the whole time, but yeah, right now you'd be really stoked. There's like a basket case for twenty grand right now. I remember when Forrest sold his for like ten. And yeah, it was like, and his was like he, you know, he just done. It was like really nice, Babied. and he had high miles, but it was like 125 or something. About that same time that you're talking about art with yeah. the M3, a friend of mine sold an M5 E28 M5 on eBay. Yeah, and had to like work on getting ten grand for it. And now they're, you know, 25, 30. Yeah, I remember Forrest uh, had to, his was up for sale forever for like 12. Yeah, he was, he was selling for eight. And yeah. it, yeah, so eight grand for an E28 M5. Dang. But I don't know. Still back then, it's not, I don't know. Seems, it's all relative, I guess. Um, PFM California asks, what have you driven that exceeded your expectations? Answer doesn't need to be a car that was great in some way, rather a car that was simply far better than you expected. It's a good question. Um, yeah, it's a difficult one to re- like. I'm trying the, to think back. The Fiesta ST impressed me. Yeah. It had a lot of hype, but it was better than I was expecting. Okay, I remember when I first drove a Mark One MR2, which was I was 18 or something. It was way more fun than I thought they'd be. I kind of thought they were going to be. I had the opposite feeling. Really? Yeah. It was a great shifter and. Super but, sporty, but I Lane, you were coming, car, so. and you were coming from nine fourteens. Yeah. So it was, you know, nine fourteen is everything just a little bit more extreme, like even lower. Yeah. Probably so. wider. Yeah. And I was yeah. It felt a little more cars. like roly poly and kind of yeah. less direct. Yeah. Than a nine fourteen. Yeah. I just remember after that thinking, man, the MR two is really fun, and I didn't. I kind of just assumed it'd be kind of like a chick car, for lack of uh-huh. a better term. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Very direct. It's a good motor. It's yeah, great shifter. Chassis. Uh, yeah, awesome like cockpit. cockpits. Rad. Like yeah, literally feels like a cockpit. Too. Yeah, it was just very cool. So this is a really weird one. I don't know the the chassis code or whatever, but um, my mom had uh, when I was in high school, she had she just bought like super like whatever like off of a cousin, super random thing. A fuck, nineteen ninety one Mazda six two six. Does that sound right? Really? Yeah. Yeah. You were uh, surprised by that? Well, yeah, dude. It actually was a lot of fun. So they're kind of fun, huh? So yeah, when I was in college, they had well, Zoom Zoom back then. They had Zoom Zoom, especially like compared to Camry and Honda at the same time. Yeah, they were they dude, were it was actually a ton of fun. Yeah, it was really nimble. It handled really well. It was like super easy to rotate, lift off throttle, and uh, <laughs> and also, I mean, the the funny thing is that not funny, but <laughs> my mom had that car for you know ten years or something, and like I actually drove it in, um, when I would visit from college. Um, and I would come up and like, I would go mob it up like 152 and like up here just to like, mess around, you know, and it was, it was really fun. Automatic? It was a manual. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Super fun that's car. Cool. Um, for what it, what, you wouldn't have expected it though, right? Yeah. So. yeah. I remember my aunt and uncle had a 66 and then they, they bought a brand new Toyota Camry, you know, whatever Camry, but, uh, in like 92 and I remember yeah. they would always just drive the, the 66 because, mm. Uh, my aunt would say how much more fun it was, you know. Yeah, they like made a those... turbo version of that car, like that seemed yeah. like pretty rad. It was a like one of the like a trippy aero coupe looking thing with like a fastback. And I mean, when I was in college, I was like, shit, driving my mom's. Like, I kind of was considering maybe yeah. looking into those. Uh, I remember in college, my roommate had a Dodge full size pickup truck. I don't even know. It was the first of like the semi truck styling ones. Okay, you know, whatever yep. year that is, ninety eight yep. or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, it was just like a, like it was the big it was engine, the sport one, right? short bed. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know, but it was, it was one of those things that was like always super fun to drive. Hmm. 
for some reason. Dude, Maybe I feel like just because it was of... a truck and it had like an exhaust on it, but it was fully stock. It was short bed, single cab, yeah, just like bare bones with a with a pretty good size V eight. And it actually like bench seat, it, yeah, bench seat, and it kind of went pretty well and comfortable. Actually, handled pretty decent for a truck, <laughs> for a truck, and yeah. like was comfortable and everything. Like, I used it to tow my uh, a car home to Santa Cruz once, and didn't he roll that thing? No, he rolled the Dodge, the smaller one, mm. in front of my house. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there were a lot of stories. Oh, maybe I'm mixing the two Dodges together. A lot yeah, of Doug stories. They would do a lot driving. of. Uh, they would do a lot of um. Donuts. Donuts. In, Go to uh, a lot of donut maybe shops. Maybe it had a couple sodas. <laughs> donut, Pepsis and donuts. Yeah. Um, Vanagon uh, surprised me. That was one we, like, without much knowledge of what they were, Kevin and I bought one for our roommate as, like, a tra- uh, delivery truck. Random. But, uh, dude, I fell in love with that thing. Driving it, like, the whole shifting s- seating position, windows. All a lot of, of thinking. Yeah, yeah I know yeah. we got to move on here, but um, this is quick. Uh, sitting passenger in uh, Warren's Vatican the first time he drove it, uh, or he drove us in it. I think we went to go record a, in a cold turkey. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I was really surprised how flat it cornered. Like, I yeah. really, like mm-hmm. that was impressive. Basically, I, race car, yeah. I mean, yeah, dude, come on. Pedro Burnett asks, seeing as a Carmen Ghia is very similar to a 356, why isn't there more of a following? With some light mods, shouldn't this be quite the driving experience, especially at a fraction of the price of a 356? Uh, We've I been asked this question. Brian, before. And there's actually a lot different. Tom, Tom's Alec on Insta, I was chatting with him about this, and he's he's recently been posting crazy amount of pictures of his old school bugs and everything. Yeah. He knows a ton about this shit, and he totally laid it out for me, like, what the differences are and what would make it not the same. Yeah. But I totally forget what he said. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, from what I, I remember looking into this a while back, and, like, the one major thing is that 356s have bonded frames uh, relative versus, like, the Carmen mm-hmm. Gias and Bugs. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're talking about something that is precision hand-built versus mass-produced. And yeah, but how much do you really feel that? I feel like the bigger thing is that. Especially at that era, dude. I think I imagine. Yeah, I, I bet also, the steering. Racks are different, so they're like suspensions quicker. identical. Finer. Uh, that's no. the that's right? the big no, question. No, the suspension's not identical. Yeah. Identical, like none of the geometry is the same. Say. Like it, so, here it's, is one it's a thing. totally different car, really. Oh, well, it, it's dude, like saying I mean, that's kind of a bold claim. Like no, it's, it's pretty similar. The basics mm-hmm. are all what super just similar. air cooled and rear engine four cylinders. Dude, well, tell me about the front suspension. There's no setup. shared parts. Okay, but it's similar, right? I mean, everything. Every layout. car is similar to everything. Like, well, I, I so I have say, another piece of data, and I'm just wondering if yeah. you're considering this. Like, so yeah. what is the front suspension like? Do you know what, how how it's they're different? A torsion. They're both torsion front suspensions. Yeah, but I'm sure the geometry is totally different. The size of even the control arms, probably the. I mean, it's like comparing a. You know, you could say a a Civic and an NSX are the same too. They're you know, I, I mean. You can say any front, any car is the same. Dude, I, I don't it. think it's a stretch to say that they're really similar cars. Oh, I, I think it is. Four it's comparing a really expensive sports car to a, a mass market cheap car. I'm just trying to think of another car. I mean, I guess it'd be like comparing another front engine car. Okay, let's say a Cavalier car. to a the yeah. Corvette. Or, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's there. basically what layout. it is. You're not quite there, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm with they you. both have front engines, yep. and it's like an NSX torsion bar front engine, or an Acura front, front Integra Type R, or a Cavalier. Yeah, they're both front engine. 
They're both yeah. front-wheel drive. Yeah, and if you tune a Cavalier, it could handle pretty oh, good. Oh, yeah, no, dude, totally. Yeah. Bass flake. So, I don't know. One of the details that I remember was that if you go to the Super Beetle suspension, which is like front coilovers, actually, mm. not adjustable coilovers like aftermarket style, but like uh, coil on coils on, yeah, over, over, Struts, uh, Struts, yeah. Style. Um, and that's similar to something else. I don't know, but like, that's <laughs> like the, that's like the way that you could build up a good bug is, you know, starting with that. Yeah, yeah, we're not saying bugs can't handle or Carmen Gias can't yeah. handle. It's just, just like a it's just that Myers there's a, Manx there's a big fun. difference, right? Yeah, Myers Manx is basically the same as a the Carrera three fifty six. Yeah, exactly. GT, right? Same five five fifty Spider. Yeah, same thing as a Myers Myers Manx. Yeah, identical Baja bug. Yep, Bigfoot. Yep, <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> the I, Ford truck. <laughs> Bigfoot. Uh, no. You just threw out Bigfoot. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't get that part. But. The monster truck? Yeah. Bigfoot? Oh, big. you're talking about... You're, what was that? Baja Bug to Bigfoot. That's yeah, the same. Same, <laughs> same thing, I thought you right? were talking about like the foot gas pedal thing. I don't know. That's your thinking? <laughs> That's I don't know. Like, you're wearing a Yeti hat. <laughs> we can kind of... I think... We, we already heard Art's story on this next question. Yeah, well, Ross815, I don't know how long you've been a cop, Ross, but uh, have you guys had any crazy accidents or police evasion stories? <laughs> is, he just, is this entrapment? Oh, shit, well, there you go. There. I'm not going to be fooled. <laughs> <laughs> Always the letter of the law, officer. <clears throat> Nick Coogan asks... Windshield rock chips, when is it time to replace or repair? When is it fine just to leave it be? Thanks for the consistent shows. Makes my commute pretty enjoyable when I can get a laugh going with you guys. I have a good answer. Never. I have never replaced a windshield unless it had a big crack. Crack. If it has a huge crack. But could you have stopped that crack from happening if you repaired it? Mm. No. I. It's always been a... Like, smash and it's that's always what a smash and a big crack. Well, sometimes you get a crack like near the defroster, yeah. and then on a cold morning, it the crack grows. I've oh. seen that. So if you can repair it, and my, sometimes that's free with your insurance. Oh yeah, a lot of insurance. My insurance has free windshield and all that. But uh, mine was caused by a drunken idiot hit, hit hitting my windshield when the Warriors lost. Wow, that's not an idiot. That's, that's, that's a passionate fan is what you're trying homies, to say, right? Homies, my homie, the homie always homie. gets you in trouble. Was your homie? <laughs> <laughs> That's a logical fucking reaction. Um, the real Gordon Dumas, if all naturally aspirated cars were wiped off the face of the earth, God forbid, what would be in your garages? Any price range, just one rule. No F40s. Jeez, any price range? McLaren F1. Tur- what? No, Turbos, that's dude. not turbocharged. <laughs> but good choice, though. I like that choice. <laughs> Like Brian it. thinks I'm going to learn F1 is a bear. No, the choice was shark or silverback, <laughs> and you went bear. Yeah, I want to hear a second choice. Hey, man, I was, dig- I was digging You're that right. when I was You're right. It was like engine layouts, and you went purple. I don't know what the fuck I'm <laughs> so, No, you know, that's my bad. Uh, I was, 959, uh, uh, Viron. Dude, every freaking car available <laughs> today. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chiron Renault 5 Turbo 2 for sure is in my garage. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Why not? Over a 959? No, 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 no. Like, I'm just saying like, like as one of the cars oh, in my garage. Okay. Like he said, what is in your garage? I imagine a few cars. Any right? price so, range. Yeah, any price range. That would be one of them. Uh, 959's good. Uh, oh, damn. Blower oh, Bentley. Dude. 1930. 288 mm. GTO. No. No. Oh, 288 GTO. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Twin he said turbo. no at 40. Yeah. 
That's good. Good <laughs> so, work. I'll get a GTO Evolucione, which is like oh, the gap between yeah. between the two. I like that with all the slats in the back. Yeah, and shit. yeah, that, those are sick. It's ugly as hell, but the work. They're awesome. Uh, uh, what about you, Lane? Probably um, Na Amarto. Oh, uh, <laughs> dang it! Damn, right on the. I was so close. Short wheelbase Audi Sport Quattro. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's Ooh. that kind of killed it right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> you guys see that green one that was on the same Instagram feed? Today? Yeah, dude. I've uh, never uh, seen one that dark like forest green. It was yeah. so sick. Not, White wheels, not, almost not quite racing. forest actually, like brighter. Yeah, like I British. don't think they're that great. Looking profile. Oh, I think they're so cool. Oh, they're dude, weird. They're so good. They're weird. They're cool though. It's like they're cool. A, it's like. A, but look at that. Yeah. The, we're looking at a picture of a regular sport quattro, yeah. and they're they're pretty damn good looking cars. They're yeah. very good looking. Yeah. And when you see, because there's that that replica that comes at Canepa, uh-huh. and the proportions are funky. I bet it's super oh, yeah. fun to drive. Well, the short wheelbase ones, especially. That's what I'm saying. Right that's what's it's so special yeah. though because of that. To- yeah. No, totally. But I'm just saying, it's got a it's got a real big C pillar that is kind of makes it kind of chunky in the back. It yeah. matches really well with big flares, but without the big flares, it's yep. oh, like the standard one, the flat sided one, yeah, that yeah. EB one ten, oh, quad turbo, wow, yeah, what the man who likes a simplistic right. car, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have to go yeah. something wacky. <laughs> I like it. No, <laughs> no compromises either. This is a guy yeah. that's all about comfort, so that's not an unreasonable choice. Thank you, Bugatti. <laughs> Thank you. Didn't they have like a blower Bentley? That's my choice. Christ, like a Sebring convertible interior or something too. Like I remember seeing the interior being. Just oh, is it bad? Out. No, it's yeah, dude. Look at the interior. Oh, give me a break. When's the last time you're in a it's Sebring? It's like two slabs what? of plastic and the like, Bentley. No, no, no the EV110. Oh, they're awful, dude. The uh, Chrysler. Remember, you Chrysler, and I were looking at it. I'm saying he's compared to a Sebring. There's no the Sebring might be better. No, it's like it's like worse than the Sebring. It's before no. the Sebring. So no, no, no. Pre Sebring. Cooley three. It just starts it off with detailing. What are your regimens, if any at all? Uh, keeping the car clean in the northeast is a pain in the dick. So you think, Brian? <laughs> yeah, Brian, what are your regimens? Very rarely have one detailed before you sell it. But that's that's just it. me. Yeah, I've never. I've only had a car detailed one time. Have you washed your e-golf? No. Do you plan on it ever? Oh, actually, Christina had it washed. No, I'm not talking about Christina. <laughs> she borrowed it. I'm talking about you. I mean, yeah, I don't. What was that? I don't see why not. <laughs> Sorry, was there a niner in there? <laughs> um, I don't have fucking time to do it myself, so I often have uh, at work. We have a, a detailer, and he'll wash it. And once in a while, I'll get a car detailed, but it's very rare. And I wish I had more time. How yeah. many times per year? Wash, uh, detail. I mean, once or twice. Depends on the car. How about wash? Every month. Yeah, I'll wash wow. my car once a month. Something like that. Depends on the weather and all that bullshit, but, you know, that's what I'd like to do. But my commuter, I probably won't wash once a month, actually. Right, because you're getting it completely dirty yeah. every day. I'll, but I'll wash, like, the Porsche before, like, cars and coffee or something. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I have, you guys know my treatment. I have, uh, like, a bag of disposable white gloves. And yeah. And that's, I just run it across uh-huh. the hood. And a Griot's and, Garage yeah. gift card. Yeah, that's right. And so, <laughs> based on what I see on that finger, on that index finger, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll attack it with 
all the Griots garage tools, <laughs> all the Griots, all that Griots has got to offer. Um, but no, actually, believe it or not, dude, I am I am also the once a month washer. But I, I mean, I, my cars are always garage, so they usually stay relatively clean. I like yeah. washing um, cars. I just don't have the time. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. That's it's definitely fine. It's kind of what meditative. You... On on Instagram, every once in a while, I'll see people post photos mid wash, and they'll. It's this thing everyone's like just soaking up their cars like yeah, crazy. Well, no, no, it's it's like what do you guys a, think like about a, that? It's like a full on wash system. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, is that, that what that is? Has come along. Oh, you're talking about the foaming where it's like solid. They yeah. foam a whole car and then whole car it, it lifts take all a the selfie. Yeah. Yeah. The, like Dissolves. all the abrasive shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like a detailer's new wet dream. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, but detailing though, that's detail, what it's like called. Detail, detail. Yeah, probably once or twice a year, like I mean, an actual. Like, that's I, a, that's I a lot, dude. Yeah, I like a year. I like, like I think doing it. I do if, too. But if you kind of have to have the, a place to do it, and you have to have free time, but yeah. it is kind of fun to do. And yeah. totally, I used to do it a lot. Just like in high school, my car, my cars were so clean. I I go into like detail stuff with toothbrushes and stuff. Like and let's also and, let's also talk about. Only go to touchless automatic car washes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, but there's a lot of people that just go, oh, Shell Station for $4 is great. Strictly. Strictly Shell. (laughs) And those whapping fucking fabric gravel traps. Especially with a black car. Worst idea Anything. That's how you see all these, like, uh, Lexuses and stuff that obviously these people go through car wash. Their clear coats fucked up on the roof and the... Yeah. I haven't gone to a flapper in a while, but... I have been to the ones where it's, it's touchless so and it's just spraying. Touchless like, is good. Yeah. I mean, it does something for four bucks, six bucks, whatever it is. Try it 12 bucks. Is it? Well, you get that. You go for the extra. Oh, you do? You go the undercoating? <laughs> there's, there's the guy. Nine, nine bucks is the minimum, so uh-huh. I go two bucks he's more. Just thinking, the he's just thinking, I won't have to come back for a long time <laughs> yeah. if I get that right. Nice. I was right. pretty stoked to find one near my work a while back, uh, uh, up in San Mateo. Yeah. And I used it a few times on the, the E36. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Cool, man. Uh, <laughs> cool, man. T Masham says, if provided a running three liter from a 944 S2, would Lane consider swapping it into his 944? It could be cool. I've never really thought about it. If I had time, money, whatever. If you had a free engine. You have to have more than the engine, though. You have to have, like, the, like the ECU and all that stuff. Uh, Imagine, okay, let's say it just comes with all that. Sure, sure. I, I'd consider it. <laughs> okay, would you consider it uh, even if your engine was fine? It's a kind of a it's kind of, it's hard, kind of a lot of work. You're, you're basically saying it wouldn't even be worth the work, the effort. I mean, it's, de- it's definitely worth it, I That's think. a lot more power, right? Like yeah. 80, it's like, 80 more? 70 horsepower? Uh, that's a good, like, 60 more horsepower. Yeah. So it's definitely worth it. Damn. Dual overhead. I know a guy who was just recently sound. talking about wanting 40 more horsepower. Yeah, so exactly. that would be... Yeah. Sure. I, I could consider it. A free one? Fuck yeah, I'd take it. I like considering things. Yeah. <laughs> Walter Michael Wood says, wish I had a question, but I don't. I love your podcast, and I play it so much that now my girlfriend is becoming a fan of you guys, too. I wonder how many female listeners you guys have. One. One now. Mm, yeah. I think two. Oh, and mm. keep talking about R107s, please. Nice. We will. I felt bad because we're... Um, when we were talking about Walter's uh, Mustang the other week, yeah, oh, and yeah. I was just like, "It's a total piece of shit." Like, fuck it. No. That's but so that's Lane, Lane hate. Lane hate. That there's like remorse for it. <laughs> oh, bad. Only when it's Ma- Walter Michael Wood, the man who sent you a free Becker Mexico. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, Walter is rad. Walter is rad. He's been a long time follower. McQueen Racing. Asks, what? Don't answer a question from this guy. 
Seriously, a Camus skillet. <laughs> it's like a question we were we, we, looking for it's a like car. Every show, with, our subject. No, it's not, dude. It's hard to weasel this stuff in. Looking for a car with one greater sense of occasion than an E36 M3 and two greater driving fun than an E30 325IS. Any ideas in the five to fifteen thousand dollar range? It's a very difficult question. Um, okay, here, I'll get. I'll throw one at you. Quick fire. Do you want a quick fire? This one. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah, please. Rear seat requirement. That's not in the question. S two thousand. Bam. S two thousand. Yeah, that's a pretty good answer. Nine forty four. So you think it's uh, more sense of occasion? Yeah, it's more sense of occasion than an E thirty six M three, and it's lower, kind of more sporty than a three twenty five IS. Yeah. So wait. Is an S2000 have more anything than an E36 M3? Yeah, is that more sense of occasion? Dude, it's got, you want a high revving four cylinder engine that sounds epic? You got That's it. performance. Yeah, I mean, you got that. Uh, but it's sense of, I mean, VTEC, bro. Come sense on. of occasion, it is a roadster. It's top it down, and, and also top down, and you can hear all that shit happening. But it's also so. a cheap car as opposed, like the Beamer yeah. has a little bit of, it's an M car. Don't, do not convince me. Uh, I don't know about that, dude. I, I don't say, know if it's an M car, it's an M car. We, we can say <laughs> that it does have sense of occasion. There are good points, but it's not high on the scale in S2000. What's not high on the scale? It, of and, sense of occasion. Yeah. An S2000 does not have a lot of sense of occasion. Mm, I mean, it, I think more so than an E36 M3. A lot mm, more. I don't think I so. wouldn't say a lot more. I think an E36 has more sense of occasion. Yeah. An E36 Why? has some an sense M3? of occasion. Yeah. I think it's an M car. It's a little more special. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it just has a little bit more of that. I don't see that in the S2000 at all. I mean, it's like, it's full hand-built motor, like motorsports as well. I mean, like, it's very, very sporty. And I, I'm telling you that, for me, it's like the sense of occasion component here is the M, the, the M3 is, I mean, shit, I've had a ton of them. They're, they sound good. You've they handle two, well. Okay. Or whatever. I've had four. Okay. But uh, but uh, the, the S2000, being exposed to that sound and, like, actually having the top down, like, going through tunnels and shit and, like... I don't know. I feel like it's a more special car um, as a roadster, as a sports car, than than a E36 M3. E36 yeah, but M3 if you if, more... so, say you're in a parking lot, you park your car, you walk out, and you turn around to look back at your car. I have an answer for you, and you're not going to like it. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say like, is it you drive is, is it special? Lot. You know, is is the S2000 that special? Uh, it de- it depends on what you do with it. But the, uh, here's another one that that's a little odd. So if S2000, yeah, like if it's a gray one and a standard one, I wouldn't even look twice at it in a parking lot. Um, E36 M3, regardless of what color, what year, I'm more interested in it for sure. Um, just because it's you know a, you know beautiful more shape. More interested like, than an S2000. I like the way it looks. <laughs> I mean, it's more attractive to me. Uh, it's a really kind of timeless design, all that stuff. Um, more likely to take a picture of it and post it. I wouldn't take a picture of an S2000 in a lot um, unless it's really tastefully done. So that's the thing. Is like I think you have to do something to the S2000 to make it more special. Watanabe's. So, Watanabe's. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's kind of like my I like the on. argument, Art. I yeah, think you're... So uh, right, 944 on. or S2000? Those are the, those those are are the answers. Those are my quick-fire answers. I mean, there's... Uh, you can get a... <laughs> I, alpha, I, you can get like a a decent Alpha Spider, but uh, I was looking at Alpha. Fucking, I was looking at Alpha, but that's like kind of low performance, right? Yeah. Or GTV Six, yeah, but uh, a lot of sense, IS is but like, they're super high on the sense of occasion. That's true. Higher than that yeah. on the sense of occasions, you know, and same with Alpha Spider. 
a GTV. For some reason, I'm, I just am not too interested in Alpha Spiders, but um, the GTV six is pretty cool. Actually, I don't know much about that motor. I, the Alpheta is way cooler, I think. Well, I mean, they're basically they're the same. similar body style, but yeah. then like it's just We're I don't know. When you pop the hood on the GTV six, just looking at ads recently, it's like uh, like a blah motor, but uh, the Alpheta you pop in is just like a GTV underneath. Yeah, you know? the V yeah the V six is not a very pretty motor, but it sounds yeah. killer. It sounds it's it? like a very special like sound that that thing makes. It's a small displacement V six, you know. Yeah. Um, but these could be an option. Under 15K? Audi Quattro, yeah, if you want to tell the listeners this. Quattro. Can mm-hmm. you get one for under 15 these days? I feel like they're really, they've popped up, dude. How about this one? Greater sense of occasion and more fun. Mark 1 GTI. You're, you're right. You get a perfect Both. one for mm-hmm. like eight, eight grand. Mm-hmm. There you go. I think that's a good answer. Okay. Yeah. Walter Michael Wood goes on to say... Uh, Porsche Cayman or Speedster replica. I've seen them for around the same price. Is he talking about a old three fifty six? Yeah, like around twenty like grand, basically. Yeah. So <laughs> I I would counter with a Spider. Spider five fifty. Yeah. Yeah. But that's your choice over yeah. Cayman. I don't know, man. Well, it depends what you're looking for. Yeah. If he's looking for needs. that experience, like yeah. I've. Yeah, they're always want a spider, like yeah. a back spider. Can you imagine that on the Coastal Ranger Alley? This thing would be so, so fun. fun. So they cool. weigh thirteen hundred pounds and and they look great. Yeah, yeah, pretty rad. So much spider. sense of occasion. I know Porsche came in no sense of occasion. Yep, um, way more fun to like, way more capable. I'm not gonna say fun because it's all. About I think it's probably less fun. Yeah, it's like that nine nine one I drove. It's yeah. it can do it all, but I don't think you're uh, smiles per mile. Or the uh, spiders, I mean, you know, the thirteen hundred pounds or four, whatever. I mean, with a hundred horsepower, you're 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 really fast, dude. Yeah, quick. Yeah. yeah, good call. Hey, uh, our Toyota Corolla AE eighty six. Yes, more sense of occasion, I think, uh, than an E thirty six M three. Performance wise, more Miata like, but yeah, it's not not quite 325 IS, and that that thing makes some rad noises too. It's a really weird, funky looking car too, so I like it for that reason. Um, and they come with an LSD stock. I think they're weird, uh, funky cars. They're pretty simple, boring eighties. Well, just like if it's it's a kind of a uh, blocky hatchback. Yeah. Kind of design. So wait, where is the sense of occasion? No, I think that Why is I th- that more than I, I don't know. There's something about like I don't think so. I don't it's think a probably so less that well the sense of occasion was oh no I think it's I I feel like it's more than a 325 in how but just it's like because a it's like box, so like light, lightweight um like bare bones like I don't know. There's something about you know getting to the. Uh, the the root of like why driving is fun, you know? Yeah, I mean, and this came up when, when we had Jeff on, right? Uh, Jeff has uh, Jeff Wise, right? Uh, yeah. He he drives a Lotus Seven as a daily, and he had an A eighty six Corolla for a long mm. time, mm-hmm. and an A eighty six Corolla is basically like like a like uh the penultimate Lotus Seven, so to speak, right? Like it's got essentially the same like motor, you know, or like you can get a little dual overhead cam Cosworth, mm-hmm. very simple, solid rear li- live axle suspension, um, LSD. They're you know very connected steering, all that stuff, lightweight. Um, I don't know. I, I feel I see where you're coming from. I'm trying to figure out like just like right now from Lane's reaction with E36 and your reaction with E36 versus S2000, like th- something about like 
just there's also the aesthetic component it sounds like um but oh, i me, think that totally plays in so this for me it's like more about like the experience overall that's part of it but the a86 i like that it's it's rarer it's like it's i feel like you don't that's see something. them as often yeah. um and it feels more special in that sense yeah um that's what makes it like a little bit more kind of or it bumps it up. I think that plays into it a lot. Like you see yeah. S two thousands everywhere. Yeah. And you see E thirty six M threes everywhere too. Yeah. Um what I wonder if you can even get an A eighty six, like a decent one for Yeah, you totally can. Yeah, like eight grand will get you a nice one, ten yeah. grand will get you a really fifteen's like yeah. a you fucking fully built on, yeah. one, like all kinds of stuff yeah. that you don't want to mess with. I would just get a nice, like stockish one with good suspension. The motor I mean, they don't really it's, make a lot of power, you just kinda yeah, Rocking. and that's part of it. And, yeah. and yeah, it's almost like a Miata in that it's low power, great handling, yeah. uh, but it's without the Miata. It's like, you know, everybody has a Miata. Right. You know, it's and a little bit special. And you have a hatchback with rear seats. So you yeah, can you can actually, it's there, a little so. bit practical. Yeah. yeah. Those are cool. I'm all for it. Tom's Ellick asks, have you ever been in a situation where you didn't have enough brakes on the street, such as boiling fluid, fading brakes on a mountain road, or lack of stopping power in a panic stop, or is it usually limited by the street tire anyway? I have uh, yeah. Santa Barbara Mountains, Gibraltar Road, coming down <laughs> uh, Painted Cave Road. It's just like hairpins all the way down, like 3,000 feet or whatever. Um, 85 Honda Prelude stock brakes probably the worst brake fluid ever <laughs> just boiled completely complete fade e-brake had to use the e-brake at the last yeah. stop that's how I, yeah. that's that was my worst experience yeah. there mine was uh <clears throat> my mom's brand new 1998 honda accord on glen canyon road oh, jeff, Bryant's Hayf- house. jeff hayfording it no <laughs> I mean, glen canyon is pretty short from brian's house yeah. and uh going up to the stop sign on Branza 40 and I had no pedal at all. Went to the floor, mm-hmm. uh, boiled the brakes. I okay. guess uh, an automatic. Yeah, and I had to use the e-brake, and I still went out, and then was able to turn. But uh, yeah, it was super sketch. Yeah, Bear Creek and Skyline in a Toyota Corolla uh, boiled the fluid, and so you got to do the e-brake stuff. <laughs> so that and that's and that's like skinny ass tires. Like I was definitely over the limit of the tires too, but. Uh, like another nothing it, to the tires. Yeah. yeah, like it. Yeah, no pedal. Yeah, mine was mine, no pedal. I don't know if I boiled the fluid, um, but I definitely like just uh, burned through the pads. You know, they just went super soft. I overheated the pads, and it was on Gibraltar Road going downhill in my seventy-five two thousand two. Same oh, yeah. exact road. That so I was actually going to say that anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's a brutal road. Um, hashtag, hashtag Coastal Range Rally. Moto Sapiens. My commute is 45 minutes each way with a fair amount of stop-and-go traffic. What would be your ideal traffic-mitigating DWA daily for this life-sucking Groundhog Day reality? (laughs) Needs to have four doors for the kid and meet reasonable safety standards. Also, just want to say that your podcast garners the most smiles per mile of all that I listen to. (laughs) Keep on keeping on. We definitely will. Thank you, sir. So you said he's stop and go, kind of? 45 minutes stop and go. It sounds kind of like one of our commutes. I don't know if he's got any fun roads. Two-car solution. That's the only answer, right? No, but what car for this commute? What daily driver for with a four-door? I mean, it's like whatever. The GTI is good. Oh, yeah. Eagle is good. I think... A GTI would be good with a with a with a he didn't, automatic. He didn't give us any uh, price <clears throat> or, price or year. Did he say the range? Forty uh, just forty five minutes each way. So d- is that uh, e golf status? Yeah, forty five minutes. That's what I would. I think electric oh, forty five minutes go. each way. Because for I mean, electric, if he can charge at work, 
Other than that, like, uh, he's toast. Having all that torque on tap, like at the get go. No it's, gas stations. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just to, a straight up appliance, yeah. which is fine. And you'd have to, yeah, you have to charge at work, and hopefully his. Like he probably has to pick up kids and go to the grocery yeah. store later too. So or like a 2005 330i with cooling system dealt with and a manual transmission. Stop yeah. and go traffic. You don't want. Them. I don't know. Probably don't want that. Automatics aren't too bad. Yeah. So I got sport. a question for you, uh, Mr. Shop. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard uh, like any? I guess now that 335ds are mm-hmm. ten years old, whatever, mm-hmm. seven years old, yeah. are they problematic? I haven't seen too many of them. The X5 diesels were problematic. Same engine, too. And you had problems with that engine. We have a few, actually. The one that we've been dealing with lately is that it won't set monitors to pass smog. And uh, it's the cab monitor, which is the only one you can't have unset. And one of the cars was driven over a 1,000 miles, and it didn't set. So... I don't know. Some weird smog stuff going on. I remember a couple years ago, you had one in... We had one where the dealer gave up on it. Yeah. Like they couldn't figure out the check engine lights. <laughs> Dang. Um, yeah. So, because I mean, that a, seems like an epic. Like, it is. Setup. Yeah. Actually, one of the yeah. dealerships that we deal with uh, got one at auction and killer power, um, nice looking car. Yeah, those things are monsters. Those are pretty. Yeah. Those are pretty good. Automatic only. But Which for is fine commute, for that kind of. Yeah. 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 I think I'd be a little afraid of it for the reasons we just talked about, and uh, you know, what I don't about, need uh, a one diesel. With a CarMax warranty. Yeah, well, there's extended warranties. I mean, yeah. sure. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm like tempted to just say, you know, get a big Mercedes or something. dude. That was I was waiting to say S class with eighty thousand miles, like whatever Warren recommends. Yeah, I was thinking, dude, S class for or just for something kind of cozy, you know, on that commute like that. Yeah, I mean, again, he doesn't tell us if he has any sporting drive or how about just like a is fuel economy W two twenty with eighty thousand miles. What do you think about no. that? Uh, yeah. Moto Sapiens, we need more information. Although you want like all the the amenities and stuff of a modern car too, probably. So which have only come in the past. Lexus yeah. LS430, really. like a 2005 or something. That's going barge. I mean, you're you're going big. But that's big super car. cozy. Playing super tour. cozy. Mm-hmm. Pretty. I think it, like a GTI, like I got, it's pretty good with a with an automatic or something. Oh. Yeah, good, good car. Yeah. You can do the GTI it's with a dual automatic. clutch. Yeah. Dual clutch, he's commuting and stuff. I mean, it's, I like the, uh, a yeah, lot of like people prefer, DSG. a lot of people love the DSGs. Acura TSX. Just kidding. Yeah. Totally. Mr. B. Phelps, what is each of your favorite Japanese car? I know you tend to prefer German, but interested to hear about your other preferences. Well, we are here with JDM Art. JDM Art. So can we do one old, one new? Or what do you guys oh, got? Just dive in, dude. Come on. <laughs> I don't even have one. You can have mine. I can have <laughs> All right. Uh, old uh, Honda S600 or 800, new uh, Nissan Skyline R34. Hmm. I'm going to say... Uh, uh, that's GC- not very new. GC- I mean, well, new-ish. I mean, yeah. GC8 Subaru. Uh, Acura NSX or an 84 and a half, 85 Toyota Celica GTS hatchback. <laughs> hatchback, yes. With the flares. Flares, pop-up GTS. headlights. Flares and chairs. I do like those. That's a good one. Yeah, those are cool. Uh, you got nothing? You're just totally... I gave mine to Art. All right, fine. <laughs> um, and then I would say Mazda Cosmos. Thank you. Um, 
what else is in that? I know Lane loves the 2000 GT. And then I love me a Toyota Crown, like anything with doilies and super decadent. A lot of buttons. I want as many fucking buttons as I can get. (laughs) Like super, like 80 style buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking to someone about this recently. Um, I have this weird uh, fetish. Can we kind of call it a fetish? I don't want to call it anything <laughs> um, like that. With, uh, with uh, getting You're going to make us uncomfortable. Japanese taxi cab. Toyota, it's a Toyota Crown Comfort, they're called. Yes. Rear-wheel drive. Yes, they're propane-powered. Five, five-speed manual. They yeah. can be propane-powered. And doing like some crazy like Supra swap in one of those and just doing some crazy... Like, just I'm sure it. you wouldn't no, be the first, first, right? Can you... What? I'm sure you wouldn't be the first. No, definitely. That's yeah, like, a full no, drift yeah, car thing, right? Them. Yeah, they drift so, like, But it's right-hand drive only. Right-hand drive only. I would want to do like like a full-on sleeper one. Yeah, exactly. That looks like exactly. a taxi cab. Yeah, like, I would want you to drive for Uber with that shit, too. That would be awesome. Um, although you can't. No, 2000. <laughs> you need your fresh yeah. produce or whatever. Yeah. Oh, junction Organic produce. produce. You still need the Uber A exclamation, which is... We yeah. show up in who knows what NSX. We, oh, know. it's a mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're just sitting on this million dollar idea. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. All these <laughs> people that away. use Uber would be like, God, I hope an '84 <laughs> fucking Prelude. Comes I hope right Brian now. shows up in his little GT86 shit yeah. box. So yeah. Yeah, here's what, what, one last thing I wanted to mention about that is, uh, so a lot of times you'll get into these cabs in Japan, and this isn't Hong Kong; these are the same ones. Uh, and only the left rear uh, passenger window is power, and the rest are manual because it's like super cost cutting status. The only one you can't reach. No, well, most people are sitting here, right in that in that seat. When they get in, yeah. it's usually a single passenger. Yeah. So they give you the luxury of the power, and then the <laughs> other ones are manual, dude. It's so crazy. I love it. Um, okay, so Chris underscore SF. Apologies if you've answered before, but what's the official DWA stance on the Lotus Elise? And a somewhat related question: Do you think the original Tesla Coupe? Is a good investment card. Tesla no, the convertible, the roadster. The roadster. Oh, oh, that tripped me out. Not, I was picturing... Okay, first, let's answer that. Not a good investment card. I agree. Uh, but yeah. and then I think we all like the Elises. Well, the only I problem, love the Elise. They're super yeah. raw, according yeah. to Art, like like race car raw. I love that. Yeah. And then a nightmare for bodywork, expensive yeah. insurance. And that's okay though. And not not a very good like everyday car. I think that's a consensus. why just because it's so raw. Well, that's a consensus. Yeah. So I think yeah. it's a great uh, second, third car, something like that. Yeah. Yep. Rally exactly. car. Um, anything else? I feel like that? you're a hero everywhere with that thing. Yeah. I think they're really cool. It's like a little bit more practical, like Cataram or something like yeah, that. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. Way more. Yeah. yeah, way more. Uh, it's a practical motorcycle. It's a <laughs> safe <laughs> motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, Eric Horton Designs says, hey, guys, maybe you've been checking out all the new launches at the Geneva Auto Show today. I'm going to be there next week. Psyched. What do you think of the roof Yellowbird tribute? Might be sacrilegious to say, but I'm not sure the proportions are totally dialed. I think it might be that the wheels are too damn big. 19-inch wheels look ridiculous on a G-body, and this design closely mimics that era. Singer gets it right because they tweaked the original, but show some restraint in wheel choice. Uh, roof might have lost a bit of the magic, especially those hips. Hmm. I'm sure it's a beast to drive with the carbon monocoque and absurd horsepower. Lane, what do you think? Um, I was thinking we can talk about Geneva on the next podcast, maybe. Oh, okay. But mm-hmm. since, uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, or, I mean, not, I guess we can talk about it here. Uh, what do you guys think about that roof? I do you love guys it. see anything? Yeah. I'm trying to load the images. It's pretty cool. Right now. It's carbon monocoque with steel crash structures front and rear, hmm. rear engine, six cylinder, uh, 700 horsepower ish. Yeah. And it looks a lot like the Yellowbird. 
How's those big wheels? Would you do it look a little off? I think they do having a little big off. wheels that big on pretty yeah. quick change if you were in the in the market. Yeah, that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that uh, is. I mean, I love everything about the, the car conceptually. The suspension is fucking awesome. It's, it's yeah, it's import. cantilever. Yeah, it's badass. Yeah. and you know, Monaco, all that shit is fucking killer. Um, just looking at the car though, and I want it to be yellow because it's the Yellowbird tribute, but it needs a little bit of a black accent, more of a black accent than the stripe to break up all that yellow. Like it yeah. just looks like one big block. The rear tail light panel where it, it would originally say Porsche. Yeah, it's, it's all yellow. It's painted yeah. yellow but then it has this weird little... Yeah, and it's kind of like they could have done something more bespoke and make it just kind of work better yeah. and I feel like they just, they almost just copy the original 96 like a 964 or G-Body car to the T where yeah. they could have done some different, yeah. differentiating things. Yeah. So, so yeah, but overall, so it's a 2017 all brand new car that you can register or whatever. Uh, I don't know if yeah, it's, it's California new, legal, but it's yeah, probably not going to be in the states because they're only building thirty, and they're not going to crash test that thing. I, yeah. I mean, last I year's Geneva, they had some awesome stuff. I mean, all their classics that there were there was nine nine threes that looked yeah. like nine nine threes, and uh, there were stunning colors. And one, I love roof. Everything roof does is one thing. The rad. roof ha- roof that roof has a. Uh, I found it a little odd. The, it just has a standard 996 steering wheel. A four? It's kind of like, oh, come on, dude. You, you could have done something Air a back little though, cooler. I mean, like yeah, but he still used a 997 steering wheel. A modern, a better wheel. Yeah. Oh, it's a 996 steering wheel. Yeah, that's like the it's worst. It's a 996 spoke, right? Yeah. Like that, yeah. That's weird. Which oh, is the okay. same as Carrera GT. Yeah. It's not a bad looking spoke. I, I thought, it wasn't there a four spoke one? There was. That was in that's, what, that's what I was thinking of. 99 only. That's bad. TM Mason 10 says, I don't know if I have a question, but I'd just like to say I have an 08 Mustang, and yes, the V8 fogs my mind. There you go. Man, 220 horsepower will do that to you. No, it's 320, <laughs> sorry. 320. 220? That's, that's probably the... Uh, right? Or when did, they four, when did they move to the Coyote? Was that 08? I'm not sure. So you I might have, have no the idea. 400 or 420 or whatever. Joe Varvel. What do you guys think about an E36 328IS for rallycross slash general purpose hooning slash sick burnouts, etc.? They're dirt cheap, but usually also just dirty. Yeah, so it seems like a great perfect platform. for rallycross. Yeah. It's yeah. dirty. I think yeah. that's the way to go. There's a guy that campaigned a uh, 328IS sedan in autocross and they were super fast i think it was really dialed hey oh guys, is it the red one yeah yeah it's his, I, hey, I forget his name. call me crazy but do e46s not feel right to you guys feel right what do you mean it's driving like they're kind of heavy feeling and i have kind of like many. a little like no they're not as like like i feel like i get an e36 and it feels like you want to throw it around and be put you know like just kind of get after oh, it. i see i think they're and less connected i think an e46 yeah. feels you feel kind of disconnected yep. yeah and it feels just really heavy and the steering's heavy and they i just, think that's fair i think it's an accurate yeah. statement i haven't driven enough to get driven that a but ton and i could uh, picture that yeah true they're a little bit softer a little bit more cosseted cosseted yeah. Less less direct. Yeah. 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 Uh dirt cheap three twenty eight IS I think is a great call. Um and yeah, if you're into the making it look like an M three thing, you can do that really easily. Or we he's doing a rally cross car, so yeah, exactly. pull the bumpers off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, skid plates and just have fun. Yeah. Uh Hayden twelve last question asks 
What are your thoughts on the Mercedes 190D? Any personal experience considering this one? They sent he puts a Craigslist ad. Which W123 or what is it? Doesn't make sense. 190D. That's no, like the your 190's got to be the oh, like uh, W124 or not? W- no, 201, it's 201, 201, which yeah. is the 190E that you had, like yeah. same body style. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, slow as hell. I mean, I don't know. But I, I don't don't I do mean, much as for an me. Enthusiast, I don't I don't really. Yeah, yeah. it's a cool chassis. But uh, if you're really into diesel, maybe, is... or you're doing the whole biodiesel thing, dude. Going back to your sensification question, why not a fucking little Kazi? I was looking at those. Grand, you're just, yeah, you're getting like kind of a, a rough one. No, I don't know. fifteen, you're getting a good, good one. Days. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Fifteen, you're getting a nice Kazi. Okay, they're not easy to find. That's for sure. No. Well, you gotta wait. You gotta walls. wait. Yeah, I, yeah. I really want to drive one, man. I'm like, I want to feel that steering. I don't think I think it'd be because I don't know. Maybe underwhelming. Definitely, it's cars, more sensitivation than an E36 M3. Yeah, yeah. Better performing no. uh, than no. a 325 oh, IS. Oh, yeah. Close. It's Actually, not. It's not it a better crazy. performing. <laughs> I know. It's like not. Well, that's. It's kind of like an E30 M3. Yeah. The, you know. It's like. I've never driven a Cosworth. I'd like to. I'm but, sure it's uh, underwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a sense of occasion thing, and, and it's of that era, so you yeah. kind of yes. accept. You, dude, you those know. looks. That's such a good-looking car with really the Euro headlights car. and big. We do like the big 16-inch, like the same dish, whatever dude, they're called, and the I think, Evo wheels. I love the wing, too. I mean, the I think it needs clean. the wing. Like, you see oh. a lot where they put the normal deck lid mm-hmm. on. No way. Yeah, no wing is good. Wing. Yeah, that's, that's a good one for the list. Yeah. Got a short list going. That's a podcast. Word. Gasto. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, Art. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like being back. I like, I like joining you guys. It's nice to have your funny stories. <laughs> yeah, dude. A trippy story. All right. <laughs> See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Later. I've got a uh, trivia question. Does ginger beer actually have alcohol in it? No, it doesn't. (laughs) Hey, guys. Brian thought ginger beer had beer. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Or alcohol. Remember that time Brian asked? (laughs) Oh, that was good. Oh, yeah. How old was he? Like 12? (laughs) No, no. No, 13. Like, am I going to get drunk right now? (laughs) Uh, No. (laughs) I'm not feeling it, man. I'm feeling this stuff. This stuff's great. I can't believe I'm getting buzzed. (laughs) It's like smooth tasting. (laughs) And we get to get hammered. (laughs) Why do we always drink this?